What is up, fam? Welcome back to the local podcast. This is episode 45. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Greensburg Video. If you and your company are in need of social media videos, web videos, broadcast TV commercials, anything that you can think of that has to do with photography or video, you can hit me up at greensburgvideo.com or gbgvideo.net. I've worked with giant brands including Coca-Cola, McDonald's, NASCAR, Buckle, American Eagle, Aerie. Those are some of the big brands that I've worked with. But if you know me, you know my heart is local. And what I like to do is take that level of production from those big brands that I've worked with and bring it to the local market at local prices. So if you're in need of any marketing content whatsoever, get a hold of me at greensburgvideo.com or gbgvideo.net. Today in studio, we have Trisha Sile of Healthy Accounting. Help me welcome her to the show. Welcome to the local podcast in three, two, one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the local podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Hauser, and today with me, I have Trisha Sile of Healthy Accounting. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad to have you in to talk about something that is pretty important, I think, to my audience uh-huh. and me, obviously, as, a, as an entrepreneur. Um, you're an accountant obviously healthy accounting. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do. Sure. Um, I am an accountant. I'm not a CPA. So um, I do the bookkeeping and accounting work for um, startup companies and also for small businesses. And I tend to work with, like I said, either startup companies or with um, people that might have like up to 15 or 20 employees. It's usually about the size where, where I go to, and Mm -hmm. that's a good market for me. That's really awesome. So do you work, do you work with people even less than that? Say one employee? Absolutely. (laughs) I do. I have a lot of, um, single sole proprietors that I work with, Mm -hmm. and that's a huge part of why I started this company was just to be able to work with that smaller market. Um, from what I was seeing in, in my experience, that is a market that tends to get left out when it comes to accounting, or they're trying to, to keep it all going and they don't necessarily know what they're doing. Yeah. So I wanted to come alongside and, and help them with that and help them get it right. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about the name. How did, you, how, did the, how did the name end up being what it is? Sure. So um, healthy accounting, I chose it because it is so important to have your books be healthy and mm-hmm. also to have your business be financially healthy. The, um, one of the things that I saw in the um, history of my experience, I've been in accounting for about 20 years. And I was in a public accounting firm for about 10 years and then became a controller for the last seven years. And the things that I saw the most was that um, people just kind of start into business and they don't necessarily think about what is happening financially. And then, um, you know, something will happen and they're not really prepared for it. Or even the larger companies don't really set themselves up to be prepared so that was that was the main reason why I named it healthy was just to get your books healthy and then also to have your company be financially healthy so that when the unexpected things 
um, like COVID, but not, I wasn't expecting (laughs) it to be as huge as COVID. Um, So those are the things that I was trying to help people get in place and, um, and still am definitely working to help them get those things in place. Yeah. I think it's, it's awesome. Uh, just the idea that, you know, healthy accounting, uh, we were talking a little bit before the show Mm -hmm. and I was telling you that, you know, I've, I've always had this idea that I wanted to run a business and, you know, this was the part, this is the scary part. This is the, you know, when you put a creative in a situation like this, unless you're like one of those weird hybrids that uses both sides of their brains, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm the guy that's just like, I know a lot about making videos and making commercials and doing all of that. Um, what scared me to death was just like these numbers, these rules, all this stuff that was like, well, I don't want to get myself into trouble because I don't know enough about this. Right. Um, and that really did kind of delay this process for me, uh, for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and now looking back on it, it, it is, a, it's a little silly to think that, you know, that's what did it. That's what delayed me because, you know, you always want to, the biggest thing that I learned, I think in running my own business is you want to reach out to the experts mm-hmm. in their field right? and really take advantage of your skills. Because, you know, if I am sitting here trying to do everything, mm-hmm. then, you know, I could, yeah. Could I do my books? Could I figure out how to do it? Probably mm-hmm. get on YouTube and I'll try and figure out how to do it. But when I'm doing that and I'm wasting my time doing what you already know how to do, right? I'm not doing what I know how to do. Right. And, you know what I mean? And the things that you can really make the money at. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not bringing any any more business, any new business or any money into the business while I'm trying to learn your skill set. Exactly. It's it's pointless. Right. So, I mean, you know, for somebody in my position, uh, a bunch of entrepreneurs listen to the show. Uh, I've had a lot on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know where they're their skill sets lie, Mm -hmm. you know, I have no idea as far as like, you know, whether their books are all straight up or not, but you know, it's really, uh, it's one of those things that everybody should really, once you get past the point of that nervousness of running a business, these are the things, this is, this is like a doctor's appointment. You have to like have healthy checkups and just like, you know what? I couldn't, I can let go of that. And allow somebody else to do it. Right. You know, the business is making money. I can take some of that and, you know, pay for somebody to do this for me. Sure. And that's why I also, I let the tax part of it be for tax accountants. Mm -hmm. I stay focused on the bookkeeping and the um, beginning part of the accounting. So like the financial statements, the budgets and the cash flow. And the reason why I do that is because I really want to work and partner with each of the the business owners and with each of the companies and let them know what their numbers are telling them. Um, that's a, a big part is that so many times in the accounting industry, um, you're so busy just pumping out the tax returns and pumping out the financial statements that those numbers are telling you something and it's really important to be able to understand what it's telling you in the past and then also to lay out what's happening for the future. Um, One of the things that I do with my customers is once we have their books all organized and once we know that things are classified correctly, I take and I set up a budget. And the reason that I do that is that's the first thing that gives a visual of 
where am I going to end up profit wise or am I even breaking even? Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I'm doing with some of my very startup levels is let's just get to the point of breaking even because they might've jumped into it a little bit sooner than, than what they really knew what to expect or anything. So we focus on let's just get to break even and then we'll build from there and and the budget and the cash flow definitely help people see that. For sure. I mean, I think that there's so many different ways uh, that people like go into business uh, that I've I've learned. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? (laughs) Everybody thinks that you need to take out a loan and you have to owe all this money and things. And that was something that I didn't want to do. So that was another reason that I waited for an extra couple of years. Uh I ended up, I bought all of my equipment outright and I've been paying for cash and or you know, my debit card or whatever uh, for equipment for years and years and years. And I've just been building up you know, this massive, uh, arsenal of equipment. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that was good for me because when I started, then I had zero overhead. Right. Like I don't have any. Right. Um, I'm going to soon, um, moving on to uh, a new studio space, Mm -hmm. but it just, you know, I didn't really have to take and, you know, cause cameras, I mean, geez, oh man, (laughs) <laughs> talk about technology. I mean, we're like moving into 8k right. and I, I just joined the 4k club, okay. you know, just a little bit ago. So it's like, you know, cameras can be like 15, $20,000 right. and you know, that's, that's pretty scary. You know, when you think about doing that, so it's just like the less overhead you have, I think the better position that you're definitely going to be in. Right. Um, so at that point to have you come in and say like, you know, here is a budget of, you know, what you can't afford to do because, mm-hmm. you know, you sit there and you get scary and, you know, you, you're starting this business and you're making money and then you're like, wait a minute. So I do have like some money in the bank, but I don't want to spend it. I don't right. want to do anything. I worked really hard to get all that. So you let it sit there mm-hmm. or at least that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard. I don't want to part with any of it. Right. You know? Just as a little bit of a security net. And yeah. and I think that a security net is a good thing mm-hmm. just because, for example, when COVID happened, if you have maybe three to six months of just some operating expenses put aside, you think about how when COVID happened and the entire society shut down, it was extremely scary. Oh yeah. And to have that energy of the fear on top of you of trying to think how do I even run my business which is supporting me and supporting my family. Yeah. You have to have a little bit of a cushion just so that you know, okay, I have this set aside so that I can at least pause and think of what I need to do to keep my business afloat, which is keeping me and my family afloat. Right. So a little bit of a, of a safety net is definitely a good thing to have. And that's, that's another thing that once my customers start breaking even, that's one of the first things that, that I definitely work with them on because I want them to have that time to be able to think and to start just even to dream. It doesn't have to be on the the panic side of things. Mm -hmm. I want my customers to be able to dream. You know, that's why you're going into business. That's why, that's why you're spending this time and this energy is to be able to, to dream and put your message out there. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, 
you know, dreaming is, that's what, that's what got us here. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so awesome. Can you like walk me through a typical, uh, first meeting or first consult with you? Like what, what would a first meeting with you look like? So when I do meet with somebody for the first time, one of the big things that I do ask is how long have you been in business? Why did you start to go into business? And then if they've been in business for a couple of years or, you know, many years, then I want to know what are they wanting to do now? Because it's really important that I understand the why behind it. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, I was meeting with a, an initial meeting the other day with a potential customer. And um, she said to me, you're probably just here to look at the numbers. You know, that's the only thing that's important to you. And I said, no. And in fact, um, I take all the businesses that I work with, I take them to heart. When when I see them struggling, um, sometimes I lose sleep over it because yeah. it's, it's like that's that's their business. And um, it's so important for me to get that information across to them. Like things aren't necessarily looking as glossy or, or wonderful as you think they are. And, right. and we've got to get things moving. Um, so it's really important for me to understand that. Why are they in business? And why, why are they spending their time and energy? And then I tend to find out what are the pain points. You know, um, some people just want a little bit of a partnership. They just want somebody to come alongside with them. And um, for instance, I have an entrepreneur level that I call kind of my first package. And that's where I would meet with somebody just on a monthly basis or every other month. And just to make sure that they're getting things classified correctly and um, also, you know, just to find out if what their goals are and to look forward and to help them reach those goals. Um, I also will help them get their financial statement tied in and everything to make sure that it's ready for that tax return that comes at the end of the year. Um, so some people want really just a tiny bit of help mm -hmm. and that's perfectly fine. I can do that. Then I'll have like a, a middle package, which if I don't know if you want me to talk about those yet or. Sure. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, the middle package that I have is like a core package and that is for the businesses that might have a, a little bit more money to spend, mm -hmm. but they um, also need to still have their hands in it because maybe for budget reasons or just for they still like the control. Um, you know, some some of my customers still enjoy writing out the checks because it gives them a, a good feeling that they can do that. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. I, I always try to tailor it to what the customer wants and what they need. And um, so that second package will give the, um, we still make sure that things are tied in correctly and that things are classified correctly. And then I do work with them on a budget and to give them their first visual of what will happen moving forward. Um, it tends to be when I show people a budget, it's like, oh, so this is what it's going to look like ahead of time. You know, right. it's not so much in the past like a financial statement is. Yeah. And um, then I'll also work with them on the cash flow so that they can understand why maybe a profit and loss statement is showing that they have $20,000 in profit, but they look at their checking account and they have $2 to their name. So that's where um, cash mm -hmm. flow comes into play. So that's a cent, uh, just a middle level one that 
um, still allows the customer to have some hands on to it. And then also allows me to be a little bit more involved than what that entrepreneur level does. And then the last package I call premier package, and that's for the business owners that really need it taken off their plate. Yeah, They can be making money and doing the things that they love to do. Um, for some reason, I find that people don't really care for the accounting part. So, <laughs> <laughs> no. so I love taking that over and um, being able to help them and then just come back to them and, and explain what the numbers are, are saying and help them get to those goals and work on the budget again and the cash flow and everything. So it's um, definitely working with them, but at whatever level they can afford Mm -hmm. and whatever level they want me to be involved. Yeah. I think it's it's probably, it probably matches up even with a growth thing. Absolutely. Like in the beginning, uh, a, well, you probably can't afford much, you know, right. Uh, being young and, uh, new, And then, you know, as you get more comfortable, like I just said earlier, like kind of letting go of those things. Right. Um, You know, I'm sitting here thinking uh, just the other day I was talking about uh, bringing on another editor, Uh somebody to edit videos because like I'm I'm working on other projects and there's just this part of me that is like, well, okay, maybe I'll do it on the next project because I'm already kind of into this one. I have my style. I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I, I can't take the time to explain it to somebody else. <laughs> That's me not being able to let go of my flow, my, uh, you know, my ideals, whatever. Right. And, uh, but I think that, you know, as, as you grow, as you get bigger, you have to, you have to open yourself up to growth. Right. You absolutely have to, or that's, I mean, you're stuck. Right. <laughs> you exactly. Know what I mean? Um, yeah, nobody likes numbers. I, I, <laughs> Especially in, in my uh, close knit crew, right? Yeah, it. Um, I personally, uh, I'm not good at math. Not not good at math at all. Um, how did you get? How did you get into this? Um, like, did you enjoy this as a kid? In a in a sick way. So um, I <laughs> I struggled as a student in school um, really? until I got to my business classes in tenth grade. And I, I really, really struggled, um, just couldn't find anything that I could really attach to. And in 10th grade, I took my first accounting course and, (laughs) and it was like the heavens had opened (laughs) and it was just like, it, it just spoke to me. And I was like, there's something that flows. Like there is a cycle to this. That's, that was a big part of why I struggled in school actually was, um, we realized it afterwards was I have to understand the entire picture of what's going on, which is another reason why I think whenever I work with businesses, Mm -hmm. I have to get in and see the entire picture. And, um, and that was one, one thing that when I worked in the accounting firm, we were so busy with taxes and we were so busy just keeping things moving that that was why I left was so that I could get into a business more and see the big picture. Yeah. Um, so in 10th grade was my first um, class and it just, it was it. But I knew that when I graduated from high school, I wasn't quite ready for what I knew accounting to, to require like a four year degree. And, um, I pictured the huge universities and everything to go to. 
And I knew that I was not ready for that. So um, I happened to look into fashion merchandising because okay. I loved shopping and I loved business, which the merchandising <laughs> part of it does the business. Like so many people be like, oh, you can draw and you design. And it's like, no, I'm on the business side right, of fashion. Yeah. And buying. right, right. Yeah. The, the buying part of it and everything. So that was the first direction that I went. And I went to a two year school in Atlanta and um, during my my 20s, um, that was what I did was fashion and everything. And then life ended up putting me in West Virginia, which um, I was at a point, well, fashion's probably not going to help <laughs> me a whole lot here. Yeah, and I was working for a company <clears throat> that um, did some tuition reimbursement. And I was like, this is the time to go back to school and, and get my accounting degree. And so I did that and um, life brought me back to Pennsylvania and had um, a wonderful boss who, even before I was to the point of having my full accounting degree, brought me in and just let me work up right through his company. And and it was a great opportunity. And I loved it. And I, yeah. I still, like, people were like, how can you like accounting? And I just, I absolutely <laughs> love it. <laughs> you just told me your story, and I still don't understand it. I'm just like, I'm... It was actually, I think my senior year, I took accounting. That was one of those things that I tried to hold off to the very end. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't do really well in, in high school at all. Like I was, that was pretty close to the bottom of the, the number there. And um, accounting, I went in, I sat there, I tried uh, doing what is it, a ledger or uh-huh. something, tried doing that. I immediately went down to my guidance counselor and I was like, look, man, I'm going to college for art. Put me in another art <laughs> class. Get me out of here. And it was like a big to do. I had to go in front of a committee, all this stuff to like get out of accounting. And uh, I'm surprised you could get out of it. Yeah, it was what? insane. They, they were just, I think they probably looked at me and they were just like, you know what? Just let the kid get <laughs> like, I mean, I had, yeah, my senior year wasn't awesome. So it just uh, when I went to college, I didn't really have to do, you know, any accounting or business. I didn't think I was going to be taking business classes or anything like that. So right. it wasn't a big deal. Um, but yeah, it just, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't work for me. I just can't do it. <laughs> and that's okay. That's, yeah. that's why there's people Absolutely. Like me and I could never do what you do. So that's why you have to lean on, on people's, you know, skill set and, right. and their profession. Because like, I mean, you always, when you're young, I think you always get this idea that if you're running a business, you're doing all of it. Right. Um, way back in the day, me and my mom decided uh, that we wanted to open a pizza place and like craft beer, six pack shop and a, and a bar and things like that. And I was sitting there talking about like running this business for the longest time. I went to the uh, small business development center at St. Mm-hmm. Vincent and we, we took classes and we talked about it. And what the, the gentleman, the counselor who um, took us on, what he told me was, he said, it really actually sounds like you want to be a chef, not a business owner. And I was like, well, I mean, like the same deal. And he was like, not really. He was like, you have to worry about your business. He was like, you're talking, you're sitting here talking about like different recipes. Like you're super amped on like hanging out and cooking and doing all this stuff. And I was like, dude, you're hundred percent right. Like uh-huh. that is what I wanted. I want to cook. I want to you know, make my connections and relationships like, uh, you know, 
in the bar area and, and things like that. Right. And, uh, yeah, that just, so it definitely made, made us rethink that whole plan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's like, um, so many of the times I, I do have people, I've even had like CPAs say to me, well, anybody can do bookkeeping. And it's like, to some degree, anybody can put information in, but mm-hmm. you have to realize that if that information isn't correct, you're basing every single one of your business decisions on that incorrect information. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be sitting there thinking, why is this not working? And it's something that is just the first step, which is the bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. That has to be correct. And and that's where I can come in and just help make sure that that's correct and then help you understand so that you can see where you've been and where you're going. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's just, it's really hard, I think. Uh, and, and probably I would be willing to bet there's probably so many other people that haven't taken the leap into being an entrepreneur because of this, mm-hmm. just because of this. Like if it was, because if somebody would have came up to me and said, Hey, you'll be okay doing what you know how to do. Right. You'll be all right. Go for it. Right. If they would have told me that 10 years ago, I'd have been like, all right, cool. I'm doing it. I'm yeah. doing it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't feel comfortable enough to start my business until 2017, the end of 2017. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, uh, it's it's scary. And was it pretty much that life forced you into it at that um, point or? It was just like, it was, it almost felt like it was time. Um, you know, I, I had all these big corporate video jobs and, um, it was really fun. Uh, I learned a lot, just like you were talking about your previous experience uh, with your last job. Like it, it was like that. I went through all those jobs and I learned so much. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where me as a person, I really don't jive too well with uh, management and <laughs> bosses telling me what to do all the time. So I just was like, you know what? I can't. I can't live like this. Uh-huh. Like I can't just have people telling me what to do constantly. Um, and at that level, making videos, uh, you know, you go to college thinking like, Hey, I'm going to make these videos. I want to be creative. Mm -hmm. I want to create things. Right. Uh, at that level, it's, it's too much like, uh, an assembly line. You know, people were like, Hey, I need this video. This is exactly what it has to look like. This is exactly what they have to say. You get it. And at that point, you're just a hired gun. You don't, you're not doing anything. You're not putting any input into it. Um, so, you know, that's kind of something that you have to deal with. That's how you make money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, uh, you know, a giant corporation were to hit me up, uh, I don't know, last week and say, uh, hey, can you make us this video and, and send me a giant script? I'm not going to say no because I don't get to create. I'm right. going to say, hell yeah, I'm going to take your money and give you an amazing video. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the those are the products um, and the projects that you know, they're, they're there to make you money. And then you have your passion projects. Mm -hmm. Those are things that, you know, you get to go out and do and have fun and, you know, make yourself, right. You know, those are awesome things. So it's just like, there was this, this part of me that was just like, look, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. So I had to, uh, I was unhappy, you know, and it was like reflecting on, uh, my relationship and things like that. Um, my wife finally just was like, look, you gotta, you gotta stop. You can't go there anymore. You've got to try. And, uh, so it happened. 
Yeah. And I'm happy it did. Yeah. It's awesome. That's I'm, good. I'm a completely different person at this point. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. great. The other thing that I find too is that a lot of the times business owners are embarrassed um, to even bring it forward. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because at the state where I might first come in, things can be extremely disorganized. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an open book. I mean, I'll tell you, um, you know, having a business for three years, uh, at that point, I mean, ups, downs, the whole nine yards. I mean, there's times where, you know, in, in a month I'll make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then there's times where there's been months where I didn't make any money. Right. I actually spent money. Right. <laughs> so it was just like, oh boy. And that's the thing. I think maybe like, you know, like you just said, it's, it was a, almost an exact question I had. Like, are, do people kind of get, you know, embarrassed to say like, well, here it is. Absolutely. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, and I've gotten like, I will say you can literally hand me a shoe box. Mm-hmm. I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, I went into a client's office one time just for an initial meeting and just because of the disorganization, it was like, I just want to start right now. And yeah. he was like, you can, you know, and I literally <laughs> spent like that day then working with him and, yeah. and have been working with him. But I'm like that, that's what I love. Like, let me get it organized mm-hmm. for you. Let me, I've gone into cases where um, there's been theft in a business and oh, so yikes. things will be just a total disorganization. Yeah. And, and those are other situations where I'm like, don't worry. You know, I, there is absolutely no judgment. And I think that that's something that anybody in an accounting environment, um, you've seen a lot. And so there's nothing that will surprise us. Mm-hmm. And I would so much rather somebody take the step to bring me into their business and let me get it organized for them and then to stay embarrassed and yeah. to stay in the dark and everything. And um, and I think that's a big part of it is just that people feel like there's so much judgment and mm-hmm. there's not. It's just it's important for you to understand what's going on and everything and and um, I have absolutely no judgment. And that's something with my my company is that it's really important that I, I want you to understand. I want you to feel healthy about your business, because when you do, you're going to be able to propel and just move forward. And yeah. that's that's what we need. So, yeah, you get to grow past that embarrassment. And it's it's a thing. It's all about growth. It's a you know, that's like a huge buzzword on this show. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, we always, we're always talking about that in different ways. And, you know, to, to have you go in there and, you know, use your talents to basically put the person at ease, mm-hmm. you know, and then give them an understanding of what it is that they need to do. You're basically drawing us a map saying like, okay, now you can focus or you need to focus on bringing in new business right. or, you know, how often does this client, um, how often do they come back? Mm-hmm. You know, like how, how many videos Repeat or whatever. Visit yeah. Visits. So it's like, you know, that's a, that's a great thing. That's something that, you know, uh, I feel people should not be embarrassed about. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that the fact that you took the leap in the first place is major kudos to anyone that did it. Yeah. It is one of the scariest hardest things in the world. Like I honestly don't care if you're 
not breaking even or anything. If you're hustling and you are out there making your own decisions for your life, you're the coolest person in the world to me. Right, right. And that's the that's the other thing that I enjoy doing is just sitting there with a customer and brainstorming because I'm coming into it from the outside. So I'm not as, you know, in every single day of it. Yeah. That's that's another part of it is that I'm not there every single day. Um, and that helps you be able to afford it and everything. But it is an outside view to sit there and bounce thoughts off of and everything. Um, and is this a profitable thing for me to even be doing? Mm-hmm. And that's what the customers will come to me and say, here's an idea. You know, is this even profitable for me? And if it's not, what can we do to make it profitable? Or right. is it something that we just need to throw out and find a better idea? Yeah, so I, that's fantastic. Because I mean, there are certain things that you would think, hey, maybe I could do this, maybe this would be profitable. And you know, you always need somebody to bounce those ideas off of right. because the the ratio of putting the energy into what you get out of it is sometimes just it's not worth it. Yeah. So but to take an idea, to mold it, to innovate on it and and turn it into something that you possibly could be, then that's amazing. Right. And, you know, that's 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 fantastic. Right. And I think too as as business owners um, one of the things that I've learned and just even with working with, with my customers and everything is things definitely take longer than you think that they're going to take oh, yeah. to get them rolling. And, and in some ways it's really good. It gives you time to tweak things. And, you know, right. if you make a mistake, it's not like it's put out there in front of the whole entire world or anything, right. but it, it does give you some time. The The world kind of forces you to go a little bit slower than I think a lot of of entrepreneurs like to do. Right. Um, yeah. So everybody lives that Instagram lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> they think that's what that is. And it's business like, goes, no, yeah. no, no, <laughs> no. You know, like you don't decide, Hey, I'm going to take this leap and then end up in a private jet flying to, to, to Bali or something, you right. know, like uh, every, every weekend, like they show you on Instagram. <laughs> or if um, you do, reality comes back to you oh, yeah. really fast. <laughs> like, Hey, <laughs> you overdrafted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. What it, it sounds like what you do is exactly what most of my audience yes. needs. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of them who are, you know, very successful businesses that have their, uh, you know, they already know how to do some of this stuff. But, right. You know, if you're struggling uh, for time and things like that, you really have to. And, and I talk with them about this all the time. Like we always say like, hey utilize somebody else's skills. It's, it's so much, it's so worth it. Right. I mean, and, and that's, that's what I tell people when I'm in a consult with them, Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, you could get on YouTube and you could go buy a camera and you could learn how to shoot and light and edit and make good audio and write a script and do all that stuff. You could figure this out. Right. It's going to take you forever. And whatever you're not doing over here is going to suffer. Right. So, I mean, and do you want to, if it's something that you don't enjoy, do you really want to yeah. spend your time doing that? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if somebody was going to say like, hey, come learn how to do accounting. Like, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to do I did it. that in 12th grade. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually stood in front of a committee and left that yeah. because I'm so good. Yeah. I was above them. I moved on from that now. <laughs> 
I would much rather go draw my pictures yeah. for an extra period out of the day. And I'm like, let me go f- just work with my numbers. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, it's it's wild. I mean, I I respect people who are just like so like, you know, the right I love the left brain and the right brain and all yes. that stuff, but like anyone who can literally just like sit there and make something like math or accounting or taxes, payroll, QuickBooks, things like that, Mm -hmm. who can just understand that. It boggles my mind, but like huge respect. I'm just like, (laughs) whoa, you're like a genius. Well, thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm telling you. Thank you for coming in. Absolutely. uh, Thank you for having me. Okay. How can people find you? Because I have a feeling that uh, this is going to be a good episode. I think this is going to be one that people are like very interested in because this is what everybody (laughs) hates. It's what everybody (laughs) hates, everybody needs, and nobody wants to talk about. Exactly. Yes. You can reach me at healthyaccounting.org is my website. My phone number is 724-237-5360. Or you can find me on Facebook under Healthy Accounting LLC in Greensburg. I want people to realize that there is help out there because I am such a huge proponent of taking that leap, going to start your own business. Um, You might not know everything, so you need somebody that does know the stuff that you don't. Yeah. I appreciate you having me on and, and it's been great. And I know whenever I've been listening and, and watching the podcast, I'm like, I need to meet that person. I want to meet that person. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. It's so much fun. I love just, you know, bringing people in here to talk about what they do and to get that story. I mean, like, it's so much fun. Right. I enjoy Just to it too. Learn, learn things about people and, you know, later down the road, be like, oh, hey, I know somebody, you know, it's right. like a little micro uh, networking group here. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for, right. for doing this for Greensburg too. Absolutely. Thanks, Trisha. Uh-huh. All right. There goes Trisha Sile of Healthy Accounting. If you're new to running your own business and you don't have all the kinks worked out yet, it's okay. Don't fret. Don't go crazy about that. There are people out there that can help you. Uh, lean on people's uh, knowledge. Lean on their strong suits. And, you know, you continue to do what you do the best. And uh, it's people like Trisha that really are going to help you succeed. They're going to put a goal in front of you, and you're going to do what you do the best, and you're going to meet those goals. And she's going to help you grow your business. So if you want to get a hold of her, please hit her up at hello at healthyaccounting.org. Her website, again, is healthyaccounting.org, and you can find her on Facebook and all of that. Uh, The phone number, again, for her is 724-237-5360. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, If any of it piqued your interest, please reach out, ask some questions, and uh, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.